Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. We've just been talking about Pokemon briefly for a th- just some conversation. I wrote a daft the- column in the big issue yeah. about um, about how my son's really into Pokemon, but it makes no sense to me. It's a load of old bollocks. Yeah. And now it's been posted online by the big issue, and the Pokemon-loving community, which, of course, is vast. Huge. Fucking huge. If you're yeah. going to take a community on, that's probably not the best one. If, if we were to ever repopulate the moon... Or, or populate the moon because it can't yeah. be. We can't Not repopulate. It. As far as we know, we were never there, but who but knows? We were there for a bit. If you're ever going to populate the moon, you could easily do it with the Pokemon community, and then let them just scamper around the moon, doing their games, doing finding their imaginary cartoon um, monsters. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I you know it was a, it was a, obviously it was a deeply tongue in cheek uh, thing. <laughs> All right, so I'll give you a taste of the sort of thing that <laughs> I've been sent, right? This woman called Jiva Undertale has gone, you'll have a better relationship with your son if you try to engage with him about the things he likes rather than dismissing them out of hand and writing an article about how the stuff he likes is so much dumber than the stuff you liked as a kid. So I replied to her, you engage with him. <laughs> And she's written, he's your kid, I'm just making a suggestion. Fucking hell. I like how you... That was a power player, that, wasn't it? You, you engage, engage with him. I did that on I a plane I will forward once. his details. I did that on a plane. There was a... Uh, we were on the way back from Morocco, and my son was only about, like, one, and he was crying when the plane took off. Stop pinging, will you? And, uh... And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he was crying when the plane took off. And a fat American in front of me turned round and went, you got a plan here, buddy? And I went, what? And it, you, know, you, shouldn't provo- you shouldn't provoke a parent who's got a crying Bro, child because that, you're, you're not going to no be way. in a child. And I went, what'd you say? And he went, you got a plan? I said, what do you mean? He goes, what, are you just going to have to sit here for four hours listening to the baby cry? And I went, don't worry, mate, I've got it under control. He goes, I'd like to know what it is. I said, well, why don't you mind your own business? He goes, well, I'm just wondering, you got, you're going to walk him up and down the aisle? So I picked my baby up and I handed him to the fat American. I said, you fucking walk him up and down the aisle. <laughs> 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 and that was an astonishingly effective power I'll play. Bet. And what did he, he do? Went, you want, he looked at me horrified. He went, you want me to walk your baby? I went, yeah, if you're the fucking expert, you do it, mate. And he went, this is ridiculous. He sat down, shut up. Uh, you brought yourself into this situation, yeah. pal. Yeah. You're in it as deep as I am yeah, now. Yeah, you're in there. You want to get involved, mate? I'll get you involved. <laughs> you I'll fucking do the walking. Yeah, you're up to your fucking... Your ball's deep in my kid's crying now, <laughs> dickhead. You should have keep your mouth shut. <laughs> the next four hours is going to be the worst of your life. <laughs> it's really good. 
Yeah, if someone comes at you, this is a power play lesson for the day. Someone comes at you having a fucking pop or giving you some unsolicited advice, turn it around and tell them to do the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like I've done here as well. Especially if it's to do with parenting. <laughs> this is it! What we're going to talk about today on Friday's podcast, I think we should discuss Andy van der Meerder, who is in the news. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, don't, I don't know why he's in the news. It's just it, it, he got a book that he did in 2012, but for some reason it's been serialised now. Because I think it's because it was in Dutch and it's taken six years to translate it. But um, Mirror Football has got a headline which tells us all. It says Andy van der Meerder, booze, cocaine, sex with strippers, and a dream move to Monaco, scuppered by pet zebras. <laughs> Eleven. As I said, when I can't remember, we should credit the person who brought this to our attention but when someone tweeted at me I said that's yeah. an, that's an 11 if it was news about yeah. news that's an 11 isn't it it's the best headline we've had all year definitely I'll try and dig out who it was and we'll credit them later on um, and the story begins a year after leaving Everton Andy Vandermeer finally called his agent telling him I'm going to die here <laughs> he was probably right it was a rare yet much needed moment of clarity amid a blur of drink and cocaine binges while living with a friend in an apartment in Liverpool he embraced the party scene, fell in love with a stripper, was dumped by his wife, had his dog stolen in a ransom plot, and developed a pretty serious addiction to heavy-duty sleeping pills. <laughs> the city's underbelly took him in, chewed him <laughs> up, and spat him out. Are you familiar with Liverpool's underbelly, Sam? Have you ever had any I've dealings had, with I've, it? I've had a few dealings. As you know, um, I've told you before, not everyone heard it because it was on our old News Thing podcast, but I, uh, I became involved in a notorious contract killer from the Liverpool area. Yeah, um, I think that, that episode was the one that we put out under the Time Machine oh, podcast so people as well will as, know a, it. as a taster. It, yeah, so it's on there. It, it was the episode that wound up with us speculating about that man forcing me to leave my family and take to the skies with him um, as paragliding murderers. Yeah. But in real life, that was just us having fun. But in real life, I really did become involved in a contract killer by mistake. He broke into my hotel room in the year 2001. Um, in Manchester and scared the bejesus out of me so that's one little taste of the Liverpudlian underbelly that I've had but not nearly as much as old Valdemeda did although I'd love the idea of being chewed up and spat out by the underbelly yeah. of that fine city you were just sort of nibbled that a little bit weren't yeah, you by it? yeah it nipped and I ran away yeah um, so he, he moved he was into Milan uh, he wanted to go to Monaco, but uh, unfortunately for Van der Meerde, his then wife, Diana Griffhorst, needed a garden, a very big garden, to accommodate her exotic pets, which included 11 horses, a camel and zebras. <laughs> Whoa, she's got a zoo. He's got a wife and a zoo. Uh, in 2013, he told Five Live, I wanted to sign for Monaco, but my ex-wife likes a lot of animals. I like a dog or something, but not what she likes, zebras and all that sort of stuff. I phoned her and said, hey, they only have apartments there and you can't have a zebra in the flat. You'll have to leave them at home. That was not her thing and she didn't want to go there. So we went to rainy Liverpool. Liverpool must have zebra accommodation then on, in, on its, its housing stock. Yeah. I wonder if he, he could have bought um, Dribble Cece's palatial home that he bought in Frodsham, which also gave him the title of Lord Frodsham. Oh, he got the he got the title with the home. Didn't someone, he? yeah, someone <coughs> tweeted to point out the, the the factual accuracy that we didn't deliver in that previous episode because we're not always about facts, are we? 
No, pen- people have strange expectations sometimes, don't they? Of us, of, of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah they think it's going to be a, a, a recreation of a previous Premier League season in, <laughs> in all factual detail. <laughs> That's not what we're here for. No. So yes, yeah, CC bought a house in Frodsham in Cheshire. It might not be in Cheshire. Someone will tweet and tell me that it's not. Mm. And uh, with the house came the title Lord Frodsham. Alderley Edge is where a lot of them live, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I fancy, I, I'd like to sort of just go there one time, Andy, and wander about. Right. Just, Should we do that yeah. as an episode? We could go to a cafe that's got Wi-Fi and yeah. do do a podcast and just see who comes in, because presumably it's like on those places where yeah. there's footballers all over the place. There's that, more I, celebrity footballers yeah. than there is ordinary people. I've, I've seen people I know who live around that area who've tweeted pictures of like in pubs and like Richard Wright will be there in the pub. Or Rich- Shea Given. Richard Wright. Richard Bleeding Wright, yeah. Fucking hell, mate. I know. Just in the pub, just like a normal person. This could take this podcast to the next level. <clears throat> what, us wandering around trying to snare Rick- footballers? Well, we're Alderley able Edge. to get Richard Wright involved. Is Alderley Edge like, like Canary Wharf? Is it like private land where you, nah. you're, allowed to just, you're not allowed nah, to film it's probably, on it? it's just a village, probably. Is it? Mm. Yeah. We could get Shay Given on. We could get Shay to give us his memories of Roy, working with Roy Keane. So that what we're going to do is we're going to go to Alderley Edge with a, with a couple of microphones and just do like guerrilla interviews with footballers that we stop in the street. Yeah, or we don't even have to talk to them. We can just report live on seeing F- them and what them they're around. doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're following Shay. You join us live as we are following former Everton and Arsenal goalkeeper. Richard Wright <laughs> around the Robert Dias in Alderley Edge. <laughs> he is currently fingering some gardening string. <laughs> He's comparing two different brands and seems to be stewing over which one is be- offers best value for money for his needs. <laughs> he has now entered Snappy Snaps. <laughs> he wants to get a picture of his kids printed on stretched canvas. <laughs> It's a Christmas present for his wife, he says. <laughs> he thinks she'll love it. <laughs> It'll go up in the kitchen extension. <laughs> just above the washing machine. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that then. That's a, that's definitely a plan. Um, the the Andy Vandermeer thing, once you start to read it, it gets slightly grim. He goes to a strip club and Ooh. he meets a dancer called Lisa, who he describes as beautiful, like Jordan. Amazing. He says, I saw a brunette and I wanted to have sex with her. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and then he yeah. starts spending you know, time the, away from home. The thing is, you see a brunette, you want to have sex with her. That happens to the best of us. Yeah, you don't uh, do it, though, do you? You don't. The, the, the problem is, Andy Van der Meijer, is you do not act upon these impulses. No. You just you think can't, about it. Especially in the current climate. Mm. Like I told you on the way in, I saw a, a, a lovely brunette on the tr- the train was chaos on the way in this morning. Right, because um, we're here at, at Talksport recording this. I got the train in on the early train where there was all the commuters, and there's a lot of ladies I've noticed. I'm not usually on a train that early because I don't have a proper job. <laughs> and yeah, they all do their makeup, and there's this one girl. She's taking it to a whole next level. She was. She had her top off, and she Ooh. just had a little bra she top, had a top on. Off. I'm not joking. She didn't have her boobs out, but her hair was all wet, like she'd just got out of the shower, mm-hmm. unbrushed and wet. Um, she was very attractive. I don't mean to sound. You weren't objectifying her. I'm not objectifying it a, her. It's just she it was, was just an, there. She it was, was obvious. She was an attractive woman, yeah. right? And she had her top off. She had this bra top on. She was. Her hair was all wet and tangled, and she was doing her makeup. 
but like for the whole journey, like 20 minutes that I was on the train, she yeah. was doing it. And I had a position just behind her to the side. I glanced over, I clocked it. I thought, I'm not going to look for too long. I was surprised by it as a spectacle because she was literally treating the train like her bathroom. But there was one bloke <laughs> who was sort of a, a middle-aged, grey-looking sort of bank manager type, and he was trapped because she was facing him and he was lent against the sort of a glass partition and he had nowhere to go. <laughs> he was forced to look at, at what was... I, I mean, I've got to be honest, it was like quite a, an alluring display, hmm. right? And this bloke, he looked like the sort of fellow who probably hadn't encountered this sort of thing in years, possibly hmm. ever. How he, old was he? He was probably in his late 50s. He was right. very grey. He looked like kind of a, a, a tattier John Major. Right. And uh, or a bit like a Philip Hammond, but Philip Hammond who hadn't quite made it to the giddy heights. I suspect he's probably never encountered this kind of scenario ever, ever. let alone in years. Yeah, he didn't look like he probably had ever been a ladies' man. She's there, and I don't know what her agenda was. I'm sure she didn't have one. I'm sure she was just running late for work and wanted to... But he was was effectively trapped. He couldn't have got away from her, (laughs) even if he'd wanted to. He was very self-conscious because he didn't want to look like a pervert. Um, so in the end, he did the only decent thing he could do, which was he just shut his eyes <laughs> quite tight to really make a statement about how miss. shut they were. So the whole in. train could know, especially her, I am not perving over this really sexy young girl who's in a state of undress with sexy wet tangled hair in front of me. I thought, fair play, mate. It's the only thing you can do. Um, so, you know, that's what... And so what I'm saying is, to bring it back to Andy van der Maeder, that's... That man got it right. You got it wrong. Yeah. If you see a lady and she is attractive <laughs> and part of your brain might be saying, I want to have sex with her, yeah. shut that part of your brain yeah, down, mate. Shut it down, and, yeah. and ideally, shut your eyes immediately. And I don't think Andy van der Meer did shut that, that part of his brain down because in 2014, he refereed the Lingerie World Cup. Oh, fuck's sake. Which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, it, it's quite grim. Like I see there's a dog kidnap and um What did the no. gangsters kidnap his dog and hold it for ransom? Burglars broke into his home and snatched Mac, uh the same kind of dog that was in Turner and Hooch, incidentally. If you want to paint the visual <laughs> picture. Good, yeah, good detail. A Ferrari, a Mini Cooper and eight Rolex watches were also taken. How do you need eight Rolex watches? How many Rolex watches is too many? Well, it's a form of madness, isn't it? Fucking it's like when, you, when you've got that amount of money, it's it's like a drug. You just buy things to sort of for something to do after training. It's a sad story. <clears throat> There's a lot of this, though. In Liverpool, you do hear a lot of players get sucked into that underbelly. Mm. I mean, I... I'm not going to mention names here, but there's two Scouse footballers <laughs> of your who I know mm. quite well, in one case. And uh, one of them... They're both from Liverpool. They're both from a very rough part of Liverpool. One of them was playing for Everton. The other one... Um, was you, actually, you're narrowing this right down, by the no, way. No, <laughs> the other one was playing... No, I'm not. The other one was playing outside of the city. But he knew people. And he himself, although not necessarily regarded in particular as a hard man on the pitch, off the pitch, one of those guys who's known as a double hard fucking bastard, yeah. him and his mates, let's say, are not to be diced with. Anyway, the guy I know is playing for Everton... There was just a, a a bloke playing, you know, who would hang around the gates and try to fucking basically give him a shakedown. He'd just signed. He said, I know you're on good money. This is how much you're paying me. Tax him, If man. you want. Yeah, it's tax. Yeah. He couldn't get him off his bat, and he was a scary guy. He's a fucking criminal. Yeah. 
And uh, in the end, the lad who was playing for Everton tells the other lad who was up playing in another city a few miles up the road, right, uh, said, I, yeah, I don't know what to do. I mean, he won't leave me alone. He's hassling me. He's hassling my family. So the other bloke, well-known Hard player, man. sent his brother round and he just knocked the guy out. It's he all it takes, he, he it? knocked the ransomer out, said, leave him alone. And it was done. But I was absolutely astonished. I said, how's this come back? He goes, yeah, you signed for a club. They think you've just arrived. It's reported in the paper how much money you're on. And uh, they'll just come down there. And they've got a reputation that they do do violent, scary things. Yeah. And so they come down and they just give you a shakedown. And yeah. some players just go along with it. I think it's only a matter of time before y- you and me get shaken down outside the uh, the now anonymous studio where we record this this podcast. Yeah. I mean, we're on, I think we've got almost 10 million listeners now. Something yeah. like that. So you, you can Some imagine... of the harder lads from the other podcast might yeah. come and try and shake us down, mightn't they? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm trying to think of Peter Crouch. Yeah, the Peter Crouch podcast. <laughs> James Richardson off the Guardian. Oh, no, he's not off the Guardian. He's got his own one now. Yeah. Totally football. Any of those guys, Ma- Max Rashton, he sometimes, we see him around here. Yeah, we do. He, he does the Guardian podcast. Yeah. Any of these guys could be like, we hear you're moving in on our territory. Yeah. You're going to have to start paying us tax or yeah. we're going to hurt you. We go. Oh, what? We're going to we're we're sneak into the studio and mess with your recording levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, right. I might be a nice guy on air. This is James Richardson. Yeah, I might play it all nice and all like you know talking about Serie A and saying all the teams with the proper fucking pronunciation. Yeah. Like Juventus instead of Juventus. Yeah. I might come across as Mister Sophisticated, but I know people. I know how to do things. I know how to hurt people. I have special methods, let's put it that way. And there's there are methods that I can and will use on you and Andy Dawson should you not fucking cough up. <laughs> you don't get to the top of the podcast game and stay there without breaking a few bones. That's I know. I'm saying. Listen, right, ask around about me. I can do things with electricity. I can do things using ice, right? I can blind people, I can and do- not the way Bobby Charlton does it either. Like, fucking nasty. I can do things with sensory deprivation that you wouldn't <laughs> believe. Darkness. Some other Silence. Cunts. I remember some other cunts a few years back. They were just like you. Couple of pricks. <laughs> Come in, giving it the big one on the football podcast scene. Thought they could fucking eat into my market. Right? I had them stood in a room with an untuned radio. You know, all crackly. <laughs> right? turned up full fucking volume and what I did was I had them stand on one leg with their hands sort of in weird uncomfortable positions <laughs> and it's then hard to balance it's hard to balance but I say if you put one foot down on the floor that's it this then you over. get hurt yeah and in many ways it was worse than me just beating them which I could have done and in the end they agreed to give me all their money and stop broadcasting because what I did I got inside their heads yeah. and that's what it's about ask yourself Sam where are they now no one knows no one's going to hear from them again. Is that what you want? No, so cough up. One name, Kenny Sansom. <laughs> Last seen on a fucking park bench. The only cunt he's broadcasting to now is the fucking ducks who he's made friends with in the park where he lives. And that'll be you and Dawson. Quicker than you can say fucking Atalanta, mate. Oh, man. <laughs> Quicker than you shouldn't say fucking Catanacho. I'll have you and Dawson talking to fucking ducks. 
quicker than you can say Real Sociedad <laughs> <laughs> the proper way like Gillian Balaguer taught me yeah Jalapeño Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Jalapeño. Shall we look at the weekend's upcoming football fixtures, Sam? And you know, do our prediction-y Let's thing. Let's piss our way through this, bollocks. So, uh, as we are in our prediction league at the minute, I'm streaking yeah. ahead on 22 points. You don't have to points. go back over it no, I every, think we do. every episode. I think, I think, no one cares. I think I do. I'm on 22 points at the top of the table, and yourself and Result Spot are um, basically scrapping it out for relegation on 15 points. Relegation, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? If you got relegated at the end of this So where do season, I go? If I get relegated, where do I go? You're going to do another podcast to someone else. Fucking hell. James Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and I get Kenny Sanson promoted from the park bench. Fucking hell. Do, do you know what's worrying about that is that if I, I if I look myself in the mirror and I'm deeply honest with myself, yeah. which you know I always try to be. Jesus, yeah. I know that that would be an improvement on this podcast who for for (laughs) For me yeah if you had Kenny Sansom sat here (laughs) it would be better than me so I'm going to do everything I'm going to fight two hey this isn't over yet right (laughs) this is not over yet and I'm going to be doing everything this is a fucking fight to the finish between me and Results Results Bot's got to go to Leeds and try and get something (laughs) yeah and I tell you what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway. I would fucking love it if Results Bot malfunctioned or got perhaps some water or dampness in his circuitry. Some yeah, and he accidentally got wet and, you know, his, his wires started popping out of his chest and, and fizzing. And stuff. Or he had a robot heart attack after being up on the iron filings all night <laughs> and his robot heart, which is an alarm clock, just fucking burst and all the springs came out. He dropped dead and then he'd have to forfeit the league. Been hanging around with robot... Andy van der Meijer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, right. First one. Saturday lunchtime. Bournemouth versus Manchester United. This is oh, an interesting one. Oh, interesting isn't game. Because Bournemouth are, pu- are punching above their weight Do this you know season. What? I'm going to say Bournemouth two, United one. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck it. And say anything you want to add to that? I Why? think that Eddie, Ma- just... Eddie Howe will be Eddie Wow. I call him because he's so exciting. <laughs> Hang on, you just said he was the dullest man alive. I know, but I've changed my mind because he's really (laughs) brought brought a a sexy excitement to Bournemouth, reminiscent of the way that Newcastle came alive in the 90s under (laughs) Kevin Keegan. He said Bournemouth are the new entertainers. Yeah, the whole town. You go there and it's like the Britpop era. Yeah, everyone's buzzing. Everything's happening. Everyone's doing iron filings every night. (laughs) No one cares. Even the pensioners. Right, they're fucking mad and it's all about him. 
He's brought it back, Eddie Wow, and he's going to be afterwards giving it the whole Liam Gallagher, two fingers up at the fucking camera, grabbing yeah. his crotch. Yeah. Uh, going, Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho, no more like. <laughs> oh. Zing. Brilliant. Yeah. So you're at 2-1. I'm going to go 2-0. To Bournemouth? Yeah. Oh, you did another mind game on me there, didn't you? Because you made out that yeah. I was being extravagant in my prediction. Turns out you thought I was playing it safe by even saying United would get a goal. I mean, what's good is that I usually get you to predict first and then yeah. I predict afterwards as a, a counter yeah. a counter move, which could be part of why I'm top of the table, but that's the way it is. That's the rules. Right, what's next? Um, Newcastle versus Watford. Another Fuck very me. interesting match. It could, I, be, it could be make or break for Rafa Benitez, this one. You don't think that he'll get the heave-ho, do you? Well, why not? Why would Mike Ashley not sack Rafa Benitez? It would be the ultimate power player, wouldn't it? <laughs> he's pissed him about for two years. He's promised him money in transfer windows that hasn't come along. Benitez has kind of like skirted around it and they've had this dance between the two of them. Yeah. I won't sign a contract until you give me the money. Well, I won't give you the money until you sign the contract. Blah, 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 blah. You know what they should do? Mm. Have you seen the Millennium Bridge over the time? The, 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 the winking eye bridge, it's called. No. It lifts up so that the boats can go underneath it. Oh, lovely. So it's, it is lovely. What they should do is they should each get an independent representative and um, Benitez's representative can put a signed contract in the middle of the bridge. Let's say um, Deck, yes. cur- currently antless, yeah. with you know a lot of time on his hands. Deck could go along, put the signed contract in the middle of the bridge from the other side, from Ashley's side of the bridge. Yeah. Jimmy Neal, say... Yeah. Could take a big bag of money and uh-huh. leave it. And then they swap it over. Deck and Neil swap over the money in the contract. So it's like when you exchange Escrow, I think you, it's called. you exchange hostages. Yeah. On exactly the border like that, of yeah. like North and South Korea or yeah. something like Why that. Why can't they just do that and get it over with? Yeah. That would I mean, obviously that's the obvious way to fucking solve it, but Mike Ashley doesn't do doesn't things that, the simple way. No, Ashley wants Benitez to be gone. Well, I don't know. I mean, all Mike Ashley's only agenda is to keep them in the Premier League. He doesn't care if they finish on goal difference just one place above relegation. I'm not even sure if it is, because this, this will be the third time they've been relegated under him if they go down. He yeah, seems doesn't to like he it. he wants it to happen. Well, he's not a very good uh, football chairman, then, is he? Well, no, of course he's fucking not. <laughs> I say Newcastle 1, what Or is he two. the best? I don't. He's either the worst or the best. I'm not sure which it is. The way it's going... History will judge it. I mean, why would no one would buy Newcastle off him? I'm, I'm not... Sure, I mean, you know, if you're going to buy a club, mm. Newcastle's as good as any. I'd fucking buy them. Yeah. If this um, podcast keeps I coming up. But that's personal. If I manage to get, if I manage <clears> to <throat> cling on to my position on this podcast, yeah. not get relegated, and I get a bonus, because I believe you've got me on a bonus <laughs> yeah. for avoiding related. relegation, right? Then one of the things I'll be looking at in terms of investment. Um, in the summer will be purchasing Newcastle United Football Club <laughs> there I've said it well good good news there for you um, Newcastle fans so I'll, I'll, I'll predict first what did you predict Have you I say something? Newcastle 1 Watford 2 right I'm going to say 1-0 to Watford right I think it'll be a dour 90 minutes but Newcastle are going to fail to score again yeah. results but of course says that the two army are going to be happy and Newcastle will win 1-0 yeah <laughs> Saturday 5.30, this is quite an exciting one as well. Arsenal versus Liverpool. Oh, always a good game. Mm. Really exciting game. It, this is difficult. You're going Arsenal first for this. Arsenal 13 games unbeaten now. Yeah. So this, this is the first big test that they've had apparently because everyone keeps saying they just keep playing shit teams. And I think it's going to 
be... I'm going to go 2-2 with this one. Mm. I don't think Arsenal will win, but at the same token, I don't think Liverpool will have enough. I think it'll be a rollicking good game. 2-2. I, I, I think it'll be 2-2. Ah! Did yep. you think that before I said it, or have you just said it because I've said it? Bit of both. Fucker. Bit of both. Right. I was going to say 1-0, and then I thought, no, he's right, it's going to be a good game. They've both got loads of goals in them. The only thing is, though, Liverpool have got a good defence, haven't they? They don't often concede more than one, but I'll still say 2 all. Okay. Arsenal are at home, they've got a good attack. OK, fair enough. And then, after that... What the, the fuck is this? What? Breaking news... Wolves Tottenham 7.45pm on just, a Saturday that's just what I'm about to say how good is this this is fucking madness it's brilliant it's on at the same time as Strictly and the X Factor hang on a minute I'm so confused because I've got to go to fireworks at, up at the school oh. I've got to go to West Ham Burnley I've got to come straight back from that go to fireworks up at the school then still get back in time to get an, a, a takeaway curry because I've got people coming round right, and to watch, watch the game Spurs what, what time well, the, the what kids times think, the on? kids think we'll be going back to watch Strictly and you, I mean you know enough about my household to know how this is going to play you're out you're going to be eating you? a curry in your bedroom aren't you watching Wolf Spurs yeah <laughs> yeah curry up in a little bowl please take a picture of yourself and put it on Twitter <laughs> the bedroom <laughs> oh god yeah I mean see I didn't know I was like happy to say yeah we'll go back after fireworks and watch Strictly <laughs> you need a, you know what you need an attic room fucking desperate I need to get or the fucking little, attic converted a little, a little man cave a shed I've had it looked garden. into before but apparently there are planning difficulties and we'd have to lower the ceiling but oh. it might be that I go for a David Cameron type garden shed yeah one of the little things on a, wheels I've got just enough room for that in the, gar- in the back garden Okay. If you get that knocked up by Saturday night, you could be laughing. Any suggestions from the listeners about how I can fix my life, <laughs> specifically with my inability to watch football in the home? You know the Twitter's only got 280 characters, don't you? <laughs> it's going to take more than that. Any blog pieces you'd like to write about how Sam can have a 10-point plan to sort his life out? Yeah. Oh. Send them in. So Wolf Spurs, Do you know how jealous yeah. I am when we record remotely. Yeah, and I'm usually in my daughter's bedroom, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you, I, I'm so jealous because you're in what looks like my dream home. <laughs> All I can see is that it's quite sparsely decorated. There's a dartboard visible. Yeah, and you just look so happy. Yeah, and I look at it and I think, why don't I live in Sunderland in that darts room? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> because housing in the northeast is a lot cheaper than oh, it is in London, Sam. Fucking hell. It's brilliant. So there, Wolf Spurs. That's the next one. Are you going to predict something for this? Because you're not going you're not to get to see it, so you can go wild uh, yeah, with this one. I want. actually reckon that Spurs are going to win this. I think it's going to be an away win, 2-1 Tottenham. Do we think the wheels are starting to come off for Wolves now? A little. Their form slowed down. I don't think they're going to... I still think they're going to have a decent season. At the end of it, I can see them finishing, like, 10th or something. Spurs still got, like, Ali and Eriksson kind of... Well, they they came back like in that. the week. We, we lost to them in the week in the in the Cup. They looked decent, um, and they put and they brought back Ali and Eriksson just to give them their fitness. So they'll mm. they'll probably be back in the team now. And I can't remember what they did last. Oh, they lost to City, didn't they? One 0 But their team, the players are slowly coming back. All their key men, and mm. even the, some of their reserves playing well, like Lamella. Sun scored two against West Ham. Right. They're they're going to win against Wolves. You say two one. I'm going to go one one with this one. Right. But um, yeah, Saturday night, seven forty-five. Bring that on. 
Okay, now that's great. What what's brought this about? <clears throat> there hasn't been a game at that time on a Saturday in a long time. No, they do. I think they do like one or two a season, don't they? It's a great idea, the, th- but the timing is terrible. Are they, they on the telly? Or, uh, did, did Amazon not buy the rights or something? They, is this just on Amazon? Have you got to go on and like go on the the, the book chart? And no, it's on Sky. There. It's on it's Sky. On Sky. Is it? Oh, that's all right then. I'm sure Amazon have bought some for the future or something, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They have. They've got fucking totally involved, but. You know, all these different people now bidding for sports rights. Like, there's a new one that's, um, you know, buying up a lot of the boxing and have paid the biggest sports deal ever to some boxer. Yeah. For his next 10 fights. That's good for us fans, ultimately, because it means more people bidding means the money goes up and up. And that means more money in the pockets of our clubs. Right. Which, in turn means they'll do more and more extravagant things. No, they won't lower (laughs) ticket prices. They'll just spend more money on players, which is good. Yeah. Now every year people go, well, this is ridiculous money spent on a player. I couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) It's not my fucking money. I want West Ham to spend hundreds of millions of (laughs) of pounds on players. It's exciting. I want to see a player earn £1.5 million a week. Yeah, good. It's all a a circus. I don't turn up at the circus and go, four fucking elephants in headdresses? This is ridiculous. How extravagant. What's the matter with just having a cat jump through a fucking hoop? That'd do for me. No, because the point is, I've gone to be entertained. I don't go to the fucking cinema, right, to watch John Wick and go, why did they pay Keanu Reeves to play John Wick? They could have just got Pepe DeMarco from fucking EastEnders. He'd have done it for a fraction of the cost. And it would have been just as entertaining, I imagine. It's fucking bollocks. Why had the new Transformers movie got all these special effects? They could have just used flickbook animation. Because... It makes it more fun. It's entertainment, and the more money you spend, the better it is. What do you think the possibility is of Top Flight Time Machine buying up some rights to Premier League matches? High. Yeah. The way we're going, yeah. but I'm not sure I can afford to buy Newcastle and invest in Well, TV you might road. have to decide between the two. We'll have to start small. Next season, we're going to bid, and we might come away with just one shit game like Cardiff versus yeah. Southampton. Yeah. But... We will build... So how, how would it work? We'd cover it as live, but then put it out as a podcast three hours yeah. later. We'd build coverage and content around it right? with punditry, yeah. discussion, analysis, tactics board, etc. We have to do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'd, we'd get James Richardson in to do it. No, nah, we'd get Kenny Sansom in. Results bot would have his own bit. Um, he'd do the bit about the odds. He'd do the gambling. Right. And uh, so he'd be. It, let's let's get the latest prices and form now with Resultspot, uh, who set up his own bookies. But it's really in- interesting and innovative because he gives the same odds for everything. <laughs> Evens. <laughs> right here we go. I've got the odds for today's match: one nil, three to one, one nil. Three to one. <laughs> one nil. Three to one. Thanks, results bot. That's yeah. good. We'll come back to you it's later. It's a fucking results bot. Results bot 365 yeah. is a fucking great bookies. We'll, we'll, and they're going to sponsor our coverage of the Premier League next season. We'll, we'll come back to you during the match results bot for some in-game betting and we'll see if those odds have fluctuated while the game goes on. I have approached Ray Winston <laughs> to do my adverts in the half-time break. I'm fucking Ray Winston. <laughs> right, you want to fucking get involved with results bot 365. Yeah, it's all the same odds for fucking everything. <laughs> what do you for fucking want? 
It's not a fucking... We're not fucking Selfridges, you cunts. <laughs> Remember, be better aware. And when the fun stops, fucking stop or I'll cut you. I have been unable to retain the services of Ray Winston. <laughs> I will be presented with Beppe DeMarco from EastEnders <laughs> at halftime. Beppe DeMarco's floating bodiless head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can look forward to that next season. Yeah. We're, we're wading into the sports rights fucking arena, so everyone else in the media, watch out. And when we're talking about the media, I know... Andy, you're, mm. also, you're often update at the end of a show on media opportunities that have passed us by. Yeah. Or ones that have become available that we've got our eyes on. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? Waitrose magazine. Fucking hell, yes, this is us. They lost their fucking editor this they week. Did. Because he <clears throat> just sent an email saying that he was going to kill a vegan. To a vegan. To a vegan. <laughs> he threatened a vegan with murder. Yeah. And so they had to sack him. I mean, look, we've both worked in the magazine business. It's one of the first fucking things they tell you when you walk in the door. Don't, Don't fucking threaten, threaten to kill anyone. <laughs> vegans. Especially vegans. Right? It's fucking the schoolboy it's stuff. incredibly easy to kill a vegan as well. So, so easy. Yeah, I mean, you could kill a vegan just by looking at them. Yeah. You can melt them yeah. with the power of your eyes. Anyway. If you've just had a bacon sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And you're giving off meat waves. Ah, your bacon eyes are melting me. <laughs> so anyway, he's gone. Waitrose magazine, which is a great magazine, Andy. Yeah. I don't know if you read oh, it much. I mean, I, I'm 12 miles from a Waitrose, but I still can subscribe to the magazine. Subscribe to it. It's like, if you imagine Rolling Stone in the 70s, um, the uh, New Yorker oh, yeah. under Tina Brown. Oh, of course. Classic, it's peak. Classic Vanity Fair. Mm. Um, and oh, magazines, yeah, oh, and oh, magazines with a dash of Glossy. smash hits in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? just a Susan, yeah, just a little just bit a of when Neil, Neil Tennant was writing yeah, and it was and really Tom funny, Hibbert. right? All those guys, that is what Waitrose magazine is like, right? So, that's the standard we have it's to It's an era defining periodical, yeah, uh, but. They need a new editor. They need people. They need a new team, potentially, mm. with the kind of creativity, vision. Yeah. And, like, you know, ability to create noise around the brand. That's us. Plus, we like food. God, don't we? And that is... And you have to have a passion for your subject matter. Because I, I hadn't looked into it. I just thought, you know, when you get those things through the door through, from farm foods and it opens up into a poster. <laughs> yeah. And it's just got a row upon row of all the different offers they've got on. Yeah. Like, um... Branston beans four tins for one pound fifty, you know that kind of thing. I thought it was just like that, but no. for posh twats, you were that you you are half right uh, because it is basically that. But what you got to do is because it is for posh twats, you got to write it longer. So straight away, we'd be thinking of columns like rather than you know you you'd be promoting the fact that they've got beans on sale, but then I'd want you to write a five thousand word essay. About your favourite beans, yeah. the role beans have played in your life. Yeah. Uh, best what, bean what, encounters I've had. What, what beans actually mean? Yeah, like, Heinz. You know, beans mean Heinz. No, more like right, what they no. symbolise. Like why? Ah. Why the beans we eat tell us why Brexit happened. Some something like that. Ten best beans related film all of moments, that. all that kind of thing. Blazing yeah. Saddles number one, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to doing that then. I got. Um, <clears throat> I've already because people, you know. Obviously, people are already thinking to themselves, Delaney's a shoo-in for Have this. Have you been approached already? 
well, I haven't checked my email. I assume there's a couple of voicemails. How often do you check your emails? Like once a week or something? Yeah, I, I assume there'll be people sniffing about, and Mr. Waitrose, John Waitrose, head of Waitrose, will be going, get we'll, me we'll, Delaney. We'll probably get shaken down by a headhunter outside the studio today once we finish this. And also, the other thing is, they know the team I come with. So they'll think, well, Dawson will be there. Results bot will be in there. Yeah, Kenny Sansom. <clears throat> yeah, he'll be. All the lads. Kenny Sansom will probably be the art director. Because when you get me, it's like when you hire Allardyce at a football club. I bring in a, my entire staff. Yeah, you the team. The, yeah. So I've got fitness people, I've got psychologists. Sports scientists. <laughs> yeah, the lot. So Dawson Results Bot, Kenny Sansom, our old friend and collaborator Dave Whitehouse has already submitted to me this morning, knowing, because he's got a lot of confidence <laughs> in me, he, know, he knows that it's only a matter of time before we're all there yeah, yeah. at Waitrose Magazine. What's he got? A hundred chefs I'd like to have it off with in the doggy position. By David Whitehouse. 100. <laughs> Nigella. <laughs> I've said, yeah, this is great. Um, uh, I've written uh, 99 Rusty Lee, and he's put in at 98 Nigel Slater. <laughs> which made me think, imagine what Nigel Slater's pillow talk would be like. Oh, God. If you said, come on, Slater, talk dirty, you filthy cunt. It, whoa, some of the fucking shit he'd come out with would make your hair stand on end, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh god! It reminds no. me. It reminds me of the, the the brown mottled bananas that my mother used to make me eat when I was a child, and the, and and I would often weep. And now, whenever I make a banana strudel. Like Proust, you know, that the memories wash back over me and I'm there again in my mother's home, staring at the mottled skins. Not like that. Say something like, you know, stick it in me bum, something like that. Yeah, you're right, whenever, actually. Whenever, me and Slate would make uh, awful sex partners. Whenever I've got a hangover, there's nothing I want more than to, to indulge myself with a sausage sandwich <laughs> just to take away the pain of the night before. What I make sure is I've got all the ingredients in, in, in time, so I have some Aegean sausages that I have imported. <laughs> Three weeks. They've been cured, so they've been left there hanging for three weeks, just close enough to the Aegean Sea <laughs> to be able to get a whiff just on their skin. Salty whiff. So I have them in. I'll have a sourdough loaf that has been prepared, <laughs> especially two days before. It's just at its optimum time for a sausage sandwich. I'll have some goat's butter and... Um, <laughs> And a special knife with my name on the handle. Yeah. And I'll put that together and that'll be... And is that erotic enough for, for you, me, Sam? For me, that's the perfect sausage, Charlie. Just something you can just knock off. Maybe some herbs on there as well, for no reason whatsoever. I'd love to see um, a... This is another one for our TV... We've had a whole series of TV ideas. Um, what about Roy Keane doing a food show with Nigel Slate? It would be great, wouldn't it? Fucking hell, yeah. it, or, or one of those ones where you get... It's quite popular to do a show where you get two people who are um, of quite contrasting personalities mm. and you put them on a road trip together. Yeah. So it's like perhaps we send them to Croatia. Yeah. Right, so they can... Uh, like um, the, the food of the Balkans has always fascinated Nigel Slater. And he takes... So, so I'm going in this mini Cooper with uh, Roy Keane, who apparently was a football player. 
I can afford a much better car than a Mini Cooper, but yeah. I'll drive the Mini Cooper because I think it adds authenticity it, it to looks, my quest. It looks cute. And um, me and Roy Keane are driving all around Croatia to find out <laughs> the hidden secrets of their cuisine and the culture that bur- that spawned it. That spawned their civil war that took so many lives. Oh, so much pain. Oh, so much misery. <laughs> lovely sausages, though. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, we've got one more match to cover. Oh, yeah. Monday night. This is another good one. It's a good fucking weekend, this, for football. Huddersfield versus Fulham. Two sides that are struggling. They both need a win. Are they going to get one? Who's going to get one? What's going to happen? Fucking hell. I, I mean... am going to go nil two to Fulham. Wow. And it's going to save Djokanovic. Is Djokanovic is called? Yeah. That fella. It'll save that's his the job. That's name. And David, David Wagner seems to be unsackable. They just seem to be losing every week. And he comes out and he says, well, this is how it goes and everything. We What we, do you we expect? Were, we were not very good again, but <laughs> oh, we're just Huddersfield. Lovely guy, though, isn't he? He he's is. Got, he's got an appealing yeah. face. I mean, you'd... you'd well, you wouldn't sack him, would you? Because you what would be you get? To You're going to get him. someone worse in. The worst thing you'd... I mean, imagine if you sacked him and the fucker started crying. Yeah. No, for me, no, you can't sack him. He's lovely. He wears his baseball cap. He's got his stubble. He's got his sort of trendy glasses. Yeah. I trust him. Mm. But I'm going to say nil all. Oh, God. That's going to be a grim Monday. Yeah, night. it's going to. Don't bother watching it. I won't. Well, I'm not allowed to, so it's a moot point. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting because I've said that for Monday night, and we're going to be doing the Monday podcast before it's happened. So I won't be able to fully update the results table. I'll still be top, so that's the main thing. News without news. Let's finish with some news without news. I've got some headlines for you, Sam. I'd like you to assess them. Mark them out of ten as to whether you would click through and read more about them. Right. Here we go. Number one. Antarctic scientist stabs colleague who kept telling him endings of books he was reading. (laughs) Ten. (laughs) Of course. Woman who had sex with 15 ghosts, now ready to settle down with poltergeist. Ten. Halloween special, yeah, that one. I mean, you know... Strong it, As I said before, I'm linked to it, ghosts is a ten. We'll have that, yeah. Builders stunned as thief high on crack straps toilet to his bike and pedals off. I've seen this one. Uh, I've, yeah, nine. There's oh. no... Only because I've got insider knowledge, they don't have a picture. Oh, really? So it's a mental image you need to have for that yeah. one. Finally, last one. Ex-waitress left with Barbie bumhole following major <laughs> op has benefits axed. Ten. Yes! Barbie bumhole. I want to see a Barbie bumhole. And a benefit story as well, into the bargain. Yeah. There we go. That's been Top Flight Time Machine. Uh, enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with um, more of the same. More of this old bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the fireworks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.